Good vach, and hope you had an awesome Shabbos. Okay, was just pitching in with the family to clean the playroom for Pesach, but getting this in before midnight still. So first, I have to be honest. Our Shabbos was unbelievable. You know, being a rabbi, it's obviously a little weird not being in Shulam with my community because as ironic as the sound, I actually work on Shabbos. But there's a difference in the feeling between not being somewhere where you know you should be versus not being somewhere when you know you're just not meant to be there right now. My daughter Chaviva shared a similar idea around our Shabbos table, explaining how everyone is placed by Hashem exactly where they need to be at that moment. And our job is never to wish that we were somewhere else, but to embrace where we are and turn it into our mission to make it meaningful. Not bad for an 11-year-old. And although we all lived in the same house this past week too, unplugging from the world around us was the most liberating and calming feeling. And in fact, in all honesty, I wish upon everyone listening that experience, as it was such a recharge needed in so many ways. From getting dressed up nicely for Shabbos and out of people's pajamas, to singing Kabbalat Shabbat, the welcoming prayers for Shabbos with my boys on the back porch, to having meals around the table with the family all singing Shabbos Miro special songs together, and not really thinking at all about the crazy world around us, but more about the world within us. Us. This Shabbos really felt special. I say this with full sincerity. Shabbos is always a gift for the Jewish people, but never like it was this week. And if anyone wants to entertain the idea of exploring how they can up their personal observance and celebration of Shabbos to tap into this feeling, assuming that we'll all be in the same situation next week, please feel free to reach out and I'm always happy to discuss personal strategies. But as Abba even famously said, more than the Jews have kept Shabbos, it is Shabbos that keeps the Jew. So true. So all of this was actually just my post-Shabbos reflection not my thought of the day. My thought of the day was actually inspired by something in today's actual page of Talmud in the Daf Yomi. In Tractate Shabbos, page 14a, there's a Jewish law that was agreed upon that there's a special stringency in washing one's hands when it comes to ritual impurity and purity, Tumah and Tahara. The Talmud teaches that we wash our hands. Why? Because our hands are always busy, touching various things, various parts of our bodies, and therefore we should be conscious of what they're doing and where they've been. The discussion about washing one's hands then made me realize that, in fact, it's interesting to note that the very first bracha a Jew recites in the morning is the bracha of Al-Natilas Yadayim. After we say the Moda'ani, which we gave insight into in episode 23 about all the gifts that we have that Hashem have given us, we then go and wash our hands and make a bracha. It's amazing to think that we now live in a world where we're told that one of the most important precautions we should take is to watch what our hands are touching and make sure to wash. And for thousands of years, Jews have been washing their hands already first thing in the morning and actually saying a blessing over it. What a crazy coincidence that the page of Talmud that talks about the importance of washing hands out of the 2,711 days pages of Talmud is the one we just read today. But as we said weeks ago, there's no such thing as coincidental moments, just HP moments. You can check out episode 8 to refresh, to refresh your memory on what that was. But the question is, what is the bracha? Baruch Hashem Elokeinu Melech HaOlam, Asher Kiddishanu B'mitzvosa V'tzivanu Al-Natilas Yadayim. Now, every word in a blessing is like a note in a song, and thus every single word has a purpose. And one day we'll explore the first part of every blessing. But today I just want to focus on the Al-Natilat Yadayim ending. People often translate this word as on washing my hands, but obviously it does not mean that because in about six months, we are going to take a lulav on Sukkot and we're going to pick it up and say a bracha al-nitilas lulav, which obviously does not mean to wash the palm frond. So what does nitilat yadai mean? And why do we say it as our first blessing each morning as we wash our hands? The word nitila is Aramaic for lift up. 
So then the question is, why when washing our hands do we bless God on our lifting of our hands? And how do we bless God through lifting our hands? So halakhically, there is a requirement actually when saying this blessing after washing to literally lift your hands up while reciting the bracha. But Rav Hirsch explains the following, that before the Kohanim served God and would do their holy work in the temple, they needed to wash their hands because they had to elevate the holiness of their body to engage in the holiness of the actions of their service. So if Hirsch explains, we do the same thing because we should all be in a mindset that everything we do with our hands is also part of our service in this world to add more holiness. Our hands, more than any other part of our body, will dictate what we contribute to this world. Through washing our hands, we are saying that we are charged to use our hands all day for holiness, whether at work, with the family, in the supermarket, everything I do could and should be part of my service of Hashem. So we wash our hands to change our headspace. I'm not starting my day with a sense of how can these hands serve me, but rather I am elevating my hand, my purpose in each and every day from the start to elevate the ambitions of my life and then use my hands to achieve that. I would urge you to take a few minutes to think about the ways you could use the gift of your hands and in what ways you might be able to envision being different and more holy if you use them with this perspective in mind. It literally is transformative every single morning. Natilat does not mean to simply wash our hands, but to elevate our hands. And thus the first blessing we recite and say every single morning is one that reorients us to a day of purpose. And if each day we strive for meaningful purpose... Our lives are transformed, uplifted, along with the world which we interact with each day. Not bad for just one blessing in the morning. Works beautifully in tandem with the Moda'ani. First we say thank you Hashem for everything and for believing in us. And then we say a blessing as we wash, purify, and uplift our hands to fulfill that task. Go ahead, try it tomorrow. Send me a message if you want to shoot me if you want me to shoot over the blessing revlipner at gmail.com. And on that note, wishing you a wonderful night and I'll see you tomorrow.